0: On this episode of the 2x e commerce podcast show, I'm going to be talking about 14 ways to effectively build links and improve your search engine visibility of your e commerce store. Stay tuned. This show is brought to you by 2x e commerce. Yes, you guessed it, it's my e commerce marketing and strategic group consultancy where I offer one-on-one coaching and advisory services geared to scaling and driving sales growth for ambitious mid-tier and funded online retailers. And here's how working with 2 xe e-commerce looks like. We fundamentally work in five core areas in online retail businesses. The first is acquiring new customers for your online retail businesses. Second is building a word-of-mouth referral marketing system. Third is improving customer retention across the board in e-commerce. The fourth is evaluating your overarching business model and then optimizing your product market fit. And the fifth way we work is vendor and platform selection. To have a taster, why not book a one-on-one consulting session on 2xecommerce.com forward slash book me. So back to the show, on this episode we're going to be talking about 14 ways to effectively build your brand, your e-commerce brand online and a resort, 14 ways to get links, right? So building your brand comes before actually building links. Okay. So I'm I'm going to give you these 14 tactics right that you can employ towards building your brand. Because at the end of the day, you want more people to find out about your brand. Now there are two ways of doing it. One is just getting more people, right? To successfully build your your authority and your domain and your trust with Google you could take a very blanket approach, wide blanket approach, a wide net approach, where you spread your net as far and wide as possible and see what you can capture from a link acquisition or a brand awareness standpoint, right? And then the other way, obviously, of acquiring links is looking at it from a perspective, from a very highly targeted, who's covering me who's covering our brand, who's talking about our brand. That's a very much more PR approach, right? Now, you in order to succeed from a search visibility standpoint, you want to take both approaches, but you want to start out with a wide net approach. And I'm going to go through this further down the line, but let's go in with a premise of Look, we're going online to build our brand. Now it's online, right? You wanna you want to really think about, you know, going in cyberspace, how can we further build a brand? Set aside the whole social media thing, cause social media links don't really work. However, social shares work because if they're authentic, more people talk about your brand, eventually people would cover you on websites that are linked to you. Let's set that aside, you know, for a moment. And let's talk about being educated or aware of the value of links and the key thing here is understanding five core metrics that will help you that that basically are linked to to link acquisition so there are two major platforms online that do a terrific job on collating linking metrics which is the fuel of google as you may know there are many other ranking factors over 200 ranking factors but links are really the core right so the first company is moz.com a lot of you would have heard of it they're perhaps the number one seo brand in the world because most people have heard of it they put in a lot their funded company they put in a lot of resources into seo into content you know about their CEO or their ex Rand Fishkin perhaps. And you also know Moz creates these tools. Now, the Moz platform has about three, actually four metrics you should you know, pay attention to. I would say four metrics, real four core metrics you should pay attention to. The first is domain authority. Domain authority basically is a score of zero to 100, basically. And it basically compares one site to to others by strength. So if you have a domain authority of 100, you're like a Google, and you basically got a strength of 100, but you really want to measure from this zero to 100, you want to get your domain authority right. You want to understand what your domain authority is now. Don't stop there. Check your competitors, you know, go to Google and also take note of the domain authority. I would guarantee you, if you're struggling with ranking for particular keywords, some of those sites that outrank you or dominate you have a higher domain authority. So I had a client who they were in a very commoditized market, and obviously Amazon is was always there. And It's tough to outrank Amazon. I've seen it work. I've seen people do it in certain ways in certain specialist industries, but it's tough. It's tough work. So domain authority is really key. You can imagine Amazon's domain authority. I'm just going to check it out now. So amazon.co.uk, their domain authority is is 94, right? Now, amazon.com, I can imagine, will be... Amazon Outcomes 100. (laughs) Okay. So yeah, so that you you can figure out why, you know, Amazon is dominating, you know, search engine results, pages, you know, very, very often to domain authority. But so you want to check out domain authority. There's there's a toolbar from moz.com. They provide domain authority there on the spot for free. Another thing you want to check out is page authority. Page authority is similar to domain authority. Again, they use a logarithmic scale of zero to 100 however it's rather on a domain perspective which would be your domain.com in my case 2xecommerce.com it's more on a page level so it looks at it on a page by page basis right okay so the next metric you want to check out from Moz is Moz rank it's this time it's from a scale of zero to 10 you can only have it's actually decimal so you it be it could be 1.2 3.5 whatever it's a link popularity score it just tells you so 10 being the highest and zero being the lowest you know so it, it basically is a quick gauge to know how popular your link is how just the rank of your page right so it's a link popularity a metric, which you want to check zero to 10. Again, most trust is, is a fourth one. You definitely want to check And most trust again is a logarithmic scale decimal to zero to 10. The key thing is it must has seed of trusted sites. And what this does is it tells you to what degree you're linked to trusted sites. So if you don't have links to any of the trusted seeds, then you might, you will have a very low Moz trust, which might be an indicator that your site is a bit spammy because at the end of the day, Google looks at neighborhoods, link neighborhoods and says, okay, if this huge site we trust that in your industry is linking to you, then you must be trustworthy, right? It's kind of like referrals. So you want to check those Moz rank, those Moz link uh, metrics, Domain Authority, Page Authority, MozRank, and Moz trust. Now, the other platform you want to check for sure, which have a more extensive sort of library or more extensive repository of, of link data after Google, basically, is a site, it's, it's, a, it's a platform called Majestic SEO. Some of you would have heard about it too. They have two core metrics you definitely want to check out one's trust flow and the other is citation flow. So I'm going to start out with citation flow. Citation flow again is a metric of between 0 and 100 and it helps measure link equity or your link power, right? So if your if you have a citation flow of 100 as Amazon will have, it's more like the domain authority. So just think about citation flow like a domain authority but from Majestic SEO. You're going to pretty much be more, well, likely be more trusted. You're going to have more of a domain authority in Google. So basically, when you're doing your link building, you really want to check out two core metrics, citation flow and domain authority, right? Obviously, page authority is very important because page authority is very specific to pages from Moz, but page authority could be used on your homepage. Now, the second metric you want to check out with Majestic SEO is called Trust flow it's very similar to the Moz Trust. basically, the majestic SEO guys have handpicked manually some trusted sites across the web and they've given them really high scores and they then look at how many degrees you are from those or how well those actual trusted links or how how often those trusted sites actually link to your site, and if there's a frequency there your trust flow increases, right? The trust flow is a rank from zero to 100. Again, they collect, as I said, as I alluded to earlier, they collate many trusted sites, right? These are called their seed sites. And they basically see how you're linked to those seed sites. And then they they apply a score. Now that you're armed with these, keep this and, you know, just keep these metrics, you know, what you can't measure, you can't improve and just have them in mind, okay, all right? And let's get into the main segments of the show. Now, 14 ways, I promised, 14 ways to effectively build links. Well, the first way you can build links is in the where to buy. Obviously, you have suppliers, right? Your suppliers, if you're in a commoditized space, you source products from suppliers. What you want to do is you want to reach out to these suppliers or manufacturers. If you're an official retailer or distributor of a particular brand and you want to get on their websites as the authorized resellers, right? All you need to do, again, is simply, you know, ask them, how do we get on the authorized resellers list? Many brands have it, right? The where to buy, you know, on their brand websites. You get on there, you ask them and, you know, they will You know, put your profile and obviously they will link to you. You don't need to ask them for a link, they will link to you. Okay? Right, because it's the web. Right. So that's number one. Number two is interviews, right? It's all about really telling your business story. You can get interviews in so many places, right? All you need to do is, you know, think about your industry. All right. So if you sell, say, say you sell, you know, office, office desk, you could just type out office furniture, interview founder on Google, and you'd find out websites that actually have interviewed founders or marketing managers of of furniture, you know, businesses. And then you could just whittle it down to, you know, your size and then outreach them and say, hey, we're interested in what? In an interview, in taking an interview. And they'll be more than happy because publishers, are always looking for good content. And if you've got a good backstory, a really good backstory behind you, a good story behind you as to, and so behind your business, you know, they'll be more than willing and happy to share it. And there are many entrepreneur blogs. I find it very, <laughs> I scratch my head. I bang my head on the wall when entrepreneurs don't want to tell their story. I mean, there are many startup websites, startup blogs that are established, that are popping around, that want to hear your story, go out there, you know, share your interviews, you know, share your story in interviews. They'd cover you very, very, very easily. Okay. So you want to, you know, leverage off the back of your story and tell your story on entrepreneur websites, you know, on entrepreneur and startup websites, you know, anywhere, really tell your story, go get those interviews. And those interviews, if they're like online, they will link to you. You don't need to in this day and age, right? You, you don't need to ask for a link unless if they don't link, they will link to you, right? It's, they're not competitors. They're looking to publish and they would naturally link to you. So do that. Now, um, the third one is get interviews on podcast. Most business podcasts, right? 80% of business podcasts I've come across. This is anecdotal, by the way, have websites. And on their website, they do show notes and they will link to you. Every single person that has come on this show, every single person. I've linked to them. I've linked to every single guest on this podcast. So, you know, get on podcast, right? Get in front. Push your business out there. So that's point number three. Tip number four is give your products out to bloggers for reviews. Give stuff out. Give stuff out, right? I don't know what your average order value is, but give stuff out, right? If it's $100, £100, give stuff out. Give stuff out to bloggers you know will they have authority, basically. Obviously, the bloggers always have a blog, right? give things out. Check out PR friendly blogs. There's some hashtags you could use, which would be PR request, media request, hashtag media request on Twitter, blogger review. These get picked up by bloggers and you could just give a shout out and say, Hey, we've got stuff here. Would like, you know, some of you to give an honest review. They will write about you. This is obviously not that scalable, but it will still get, you. you should have this on a regular basis, right? You should send stuff out to bloggers at least three times a month, right? Just send stuff out to bloggers and let them engage with your brand, with your product. So if if you're a, you know, direct to consumer brand, Give your stuff out for free so people can experience your product, experience your brand and share their experience. It's also good feedback for you. Make sure it's honest. Make sure it's authentic. Make sure you emphasize your value proposition prior. Make sure you get that feedback from them and they will naturally link to you. There's a huge, in the UK, there's a YouTube celeb called Zoella and she is just, she's blown up. I'm not quite sure if she has a web. She should have a website, right? But Boohoo, for instance, um, she has a, a channel on there, which um, Boohoo.com is a really huge, pure play online retail, you know, um, UK brand. All our UK listeners would have come across Boohoo.com, and they work with her on a regular basis. They give her free stuff, and she has an entire show dedicated to their brand. And this is this this lady has got over a million subscribers, right? So you can imagine the reach and just the awareness because a lot of SEOs get stuck in their ways and just, you know, how many links do we get? How many links? If you can drive brand name search, if you can get more people to know about your brand and get them to search about your brand, you're going to hit those figures. You're going to get those sales, right? Okay. So that was not point number four, which is give stuff out to bloggers and not just bloggers, but video bloggers, vloggers also. Okay. Now, point number five is enter awards. I don't know why people aren't doing this. Freaking enter awards, you know, industry awards, retail awards, e-tail awards, marketing awards. You do stuff. You If you strive for excellence, you will want to enter awards, right? So in the US, if you're an online retailer, there's the Internet Retailer Excellence Award. In the UK, if you're in the UK, there's Aura Awards, which is the Online Retail Awards. And there are several others that will be in your individual niches. As much as you guys are retailers you would still be members of other industries. So if you sell clothes or fashion accessories, you, as much as you're a retailer, you're, a retail, you're also into fashion and there'll be fashion awards in your niche. And there could be even kids' fashion awards. There could be, you know, women's fashion awards, right? So go into your industry, look for awards, enter them. Guess what? On the awards website, they link to you naturally. You don't need to ask them for a link, all right? So a lot of these tactics I'm giving you requires you not to even ask for the links. Okay. Right. Number six, point six is reinforce all relationships with the links, with a link. And by that, I mean, you work with agencies, you work with freelancers, you work with accountants, you work with providers. Let every business relationship manifest itself with a link go back to all your providers go ask them to now ask this is the point where, where you need to ask tell them you know i want to be featured as your client as a featured client on your website right we do business together reflect that on your website right they will do it most of them will most of the time you know so long as you're you're a good client obviously And you know, you guys have a stable relationship, right? And that you're delivering, you know, they're they're delivering or you're delivering however you want to look at it. But reinforce those relationships in the form of links. Okay? Now point number seven, speak. That's what I'm gonna say. Speak. Speak where? Conferences, events, meetups, just give, give your knowledge. Give, 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 give. That's it. Just reinforce your authority, your, your knowledge, you know, give your knowledge, give, give it, just have a give, give mentality, go speak, share your experiences, share your knowledge at conferences, at events, at meetups. Again, a lot of these events, meetups and conferences have what? Websites and what happens? They link. Remember, look at those metrics I sent you earlier. I mentioned earlier, which, which are, you know, your domain authority, your trust rank, you know, Look at all those metrics, right? And you look at the metrics of these platforms, right? And then that will determine their value from a link or domain authority standpoint. Beyond that, there's also value by from the audience they offer in terms of who you're going to tell your story to and if you're going to find opportunities off the back of that. But, you know, attend these conferences, attend these events, and just don't attend them to consume content, attempt them to give content. Okay. So give, 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 give. Another thing you want to think about really is create a tool on your website. I know it's a bit tough. It could be a bit tricky, depending because I'm talking to so many people. But think about it. If you're like in if, if you're offering furniture for instance, and is a tool off the top of my head you can provide would be a visualizer, right? If you're selling electronics, you could offer simulators or something online. But the key thing is you want to create a tool that gets people to come back to your site, a very useful tool that gets people to come back to your site again and again and again. One thing you have to be aware of is the concept of disruption, which Ben Horowitz really you know, just nails. He nails it. He says disruption should be 10x better than the available solution. So if you're not going to significantly disrupt or you know, give a better solution out there, then you might as well not not build it, right? But think about building a tool that sits on your website and gets people to come again and again and again and again. In the content marketing world, there are some websites that offer, and I've bookmarked them here, that offer subject generators. There's one, I think it's called from Portent. I I have a bookmark here. It's from portent.com and it's just called the content idea generator. That sits on their website. They've got 3,846 tweets, 666 shares on LinkedIn as I see this, 1,300 shares on Google+, 2,700 likes on Facebook. Just this one tool, this one resource. There's another one from HubSpot again, similar blog topic generator. And that in itself, the page authority in itself here appears to be about 91, right? So you can imagine the amount of links they're getting off the back of these simple, so simple, but they're tools which are really good that attract a lot of traffic to the website. So think about building out a tool that will, you know, just encourage people that are likely to become customers in your brand to so just help them prior to their purchase, right? Now, another thing you want to definitely do is join bloggersrequired.com. There you can hire bloggers. I mean, it's a free service, right? You go to, well, you I've used it in the past. You go to Blogger Required, you, you buy an account, and after buying an account, you buy a posting and off the back of that, they post it and bloggers come to you and say, hey, we'd like to work for you for free, right? So what kind of things you can do on, on Bloggers Required? Well, you can ask them to review products or services. Bloggers love freebies. You can ask them to attend events. You can, give, you can ask them to run giveaways and competitions and then you can vet them based on those metrics I sent you earlier. You can ask them to run surveys or marketing research on your behalf. You can create blogger networks. You know, just say, you know, I'm trying to build a network of bloggers to really, really, really shout out, um, to to give, to promote, to amplify my brand, you know. And you could also, you know, look for jobs, crowdsource ideas off the back of that. So it's a platform where lots of bloggers log in every single day, and you can just reach out to them. Okay, right. Number ten is subscribe to a media request service like Harrow. Help a reporter out in the UK. There's Response Source. And then there's Gorkana, okay? And any other media request service, you want to put out, you you want to check, you know, just make sure you sign up as a business to subscribe to their updates and respond directly to when uh, members of the media actually have a request related to what you can offer. I think the only drawback I've found with media request services is down to time. It can clog up your inbox a lot. So what people, the smarter thing to do to leverage your time will be to hire someone to filter through the requests that come through. And at the highest tier of the highest level, you can hire a PR professional or, you know, at the lowest you could train an intern or your virtual assistant or your assistant to help you, you know, just filter through all the messages and pass on in real time the inquiries, the media inquiries that will be of interest to your business. Okay. Now tip number 11 is go to leading forums and Quora.com quick QA sites in your vertical so forums in your know, vertical and quora.com to answer questions and add value you know a lot of the forms would let you link on there but i think it's more about adding value you know it's all about adding value so imagine if you sell or hypothetically if you say sold um, running shoes for instance and uh, you're maybe you ran a company that sells running shoes I would, depending on your size, because there's so many things you should be doing with your time, you know, engage some members of staff that have subject matter expertise to go on, you know, running websites, go on Quora, go answer questions. You know, a lot of runners have questions. And and if if you have the resources, go on there, add the value. And then the solutions, some of the solutions you're going to give will be products on your website. And, you know, the fact that you've added value and you're answering questions and, you know, the the answers are actually on your website in terms of product, you know, it's a no-brainer do that. Again, this, that particular tip does not scale, but it's very, very, very contextual and topical to your domain. So it helps, it helps to be there. And it's not spammy, you know, you're actually genuinely helping the community around the community that um, most likely will be concerned or have interest around your brand or your your products that you sell. The next is run competitions with top tier bloggers. Again, use the metrics to figure out who the top tier bloggers are. And uh, an additional layer with top tier bloggers would be their social traction, number of subscribers to, to, to their social channels as well as Sometimes an email database or subscribers iris well not Iris's yes, subscribers that's a bit old, but their their social media subscribers really important, so you want to you know run competitions on their site there's so many competitions I've been involved in the past, I've not asked for a single link. it just happens. it's a byproduct of okay, I recall we sent a lady from an old campaign we did, we sent a lady. It was worth about, it was an electronics niche and the gift was about 200 pounds or so, which is about $300. We gave it to her for free. She ran a competition around. I never asked her for a link, which she just ran a competition on behalf of our brand. She mentioned our brand and she linked to us. Now, some bloggers would say they're going to no follow, which is fine. You know, it, it is fine. I don't see anything wrong with a no follow link it's still communicating. I know they say that uh, link value does not pass through a link, a nofollow link, but at the end of the day, it's a diverse and a natural backlink profile you're building for yourself. And I don't, I think a nofollow link is better than no link, right? So do that and don't ask for links, just build these relationships, okay? So that's, that was you know running run competitions that's number twelve tip number twelve tip number fourteen is run competitions on sites that promote competitions right so there sites especially in the uk called Composites, sites where they you can submit actual competitions you know to this Composite and the Composites sites would syndicate it across the last count i there were like fifteen Composites sites and you know it's it's legitimate they sites take competitions from from newspapers through to magazines through to online they they do everything and the fact that the competition is is either sitting on your site so if it's if it's sitting on your site even better because' a link to your site just have it there have it there so so definitely do the competitions for sure on competition websites The final tip I have is running competition. well The final tip is brand ambassadors, you know, building brand ambassadors, you know, actually building that link. So what you could do is go back to my tip number nine, which is, you know, join bloggers required. Bloggers required will allow you post to the network of bloggers and start to build a brand, you know, ambassador network around you. One site that did it really well was Toys R Us in the UK. They had actually know the social agency that, that built it out for them at the time. They're close friends of mine. So they built a network of brand ambassadors who they gave like toys on a daily on a monthly basis to to trial. They gave toys for free to mummies, to mommy bloggers who they call Toysrologists. They gave them toys on a regular basis and the moms had a badge on their website, which was the Toysrologist badge and They would at the same time, at the same time, write reviews, video reviews, the write reviews. You know, put images and all on on the toys that get sent on a monthly basis. So you know, they're telling their friends through blog posts about Toys R Us and their audience. So that's really good. Build a brand ambassador, a brand ambassador network. Not just Toys R Us. I think some other brands do it. So it's it's really important. I'm going to give you some other two. Bonus tips for building links, you know, in e-commerce. One bonus tip is offers. So if there's a local university in your neighbourhood, you know, just post a job on there to students. Maybe even if it's a temp job or whatever, this is really, you know, low-handed. They will link to you. Yeah, it's most of the time that they will link to you, right? And that's from a university, a local university. I've, I live in Oxford. I've got a link for one of my websites from Oxford University. I got it from Oxford University Gazette, which was like, it was a listing, it was a jobs board and I genuinely was looking for help at the time. I've got, there's another university called Oxford Brooks here in where I live and I've got links from both of them. And the way I got them was, you know, I built a relationship with them. I, I went into the career services for Oxford Brooks and I was like, I want to hire a student. I genuinely want to hire a student. And I did hire two students from Oxford Brooks. I have hired two students from Oxford Brooks in the past. So yeah, so, you know, job listings translate to jobs and, you know, from a university, sites which are more trustworthy, you know, definitely go for it. Finally, run an affiliate program, but this is a bit tough to manage. But you just get links naturally, you know, if you run an affiliate program. I'm not going to go into too much detail there because that deserves a whole, you know, episode on its own. But those are my tips. Those are my tips for effectively building links to e-commerce. I'm going to just run through every one of them. So I said number one was um, being in the authorized reseller section on your suppliers and manufacturers website. Um, Number two was interviews in business blogs, industry blogs, startup blogs, wherever. Number three was interviews and podcasts, you know, get on podcast. Number three was give your products to bloggers and vloggers. That's number four, sorry. Number five was enter awards. I give examples of online retail awards, internet retailer awards. Number six was reinforce all relationships with the link, you know, go back to all your suppliers and see how you could be featured as their clients on their websites. Number eight was create a tool that sits on your website. Number nine was join bloggers required and build relationships and hire bloggers. Number 10 was subscribe to media request services such as Harrow, help a reporter out, response tap, Gorkana in the UK. Number 11 was be an expert. So go to forums, go to specialist forums, basically go to Quora and answer questions, add value and in instances where the answer resides on your website, link to your website. Number 12 was run competitions with top-tier bloggers. Number 13 was run competitions on your site and promotions on, on competition sites, like contest sites, you know, compa sites. Number 14 was create a br- brand ambassador network like Toys, Toys R Us did with the Toys Roologist, where they have badges on their website and they regularly talk about the products you stock. And the two bonuses, offer university jobs and also run an affiliate program. I hope this has been of absolute value to you. I've really gone out of time, but, you know, there's no way I had to go through the metrics, most importantly, before I actually go into into these tips. I hope it was of value. Yeah, if you have any questions, just reach out to me on Twitter. My Twitter handle is Kunle T. Campbell, just Kunle T. Campbell, or just reach out to the 2x e-commerce handle, which is just 2x e-commerce on Twitter. Ask questions with the hashtag 2x e-commerce. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's awesome. Um, thanks so much for listening, guys. And I will catch you next week. Cheers. Bye.